Good morning and welcome to The Connection. My name is Bill Sarden. I am the pastor to The Connection and we are so glad you could join us on this first Sunday of February. Friends, uh, now is the time in which we invite Christ to be in our presence because Christ is here now and ready to receive our worship. Will you pray with me? Lord God, we ask in this moment that you would be present. Present in the homes, present in this space, and present in our hearts as we worship. Connect us, unite us, and make us one. We ask this in Christ's name. Amen. Friends, I have good news for you. God loves you. Now will you join us as we begin to worship. Through every battle, through every heartbreak, through every circumstance, I believe that you are my fortress, oh you are my portion, you are my
Right now we come to our time of giving. Giving still continues because ministry still continues here at First United Methodist Church. And you have been so generous and so loving. And we ask that you continue to give so that we might continue to offer grace and love. That we might continue to do works like our food pantry. Reaching out into the community with our hospital bags that we continue live streaming. All this does cost money, unfortunately, to do this kind of ministry. So we ask right now that uh, you either go online to the web address below or send your checks to the uh, address on the screen. Will you pray with me? Lord God, we thank you for the gifts that are given, the gifts that have been given and continue to be given, and the work and the love that continues to spread your kingdom. We ask this in Christ's name. Amen. All right, friends, we have a few announcements I need to share with you. All right, the first announcement is we're going to be making Linton bags to be picked up on February 10th at 10 a.m., uh, from, from 9 to 10 a.m. and then 3 to 5 p.m. Uh, you can come, drive through, pick up your Ash Wednesday bag so that you can uh, participate in our online Ash Wednesday service that will be on Wednesday, Febu uh, February 17th. We're almost to Lent, my friends. All right, we have a new Lenten Bible study that is, that's going to begin on February 15th. Uh, it's a study of the disciple Simon Peter. And we have two different opportunities uh, on Mondays at 10 a.m. with Teresa Holt and then Wednesdays at 7 p.m. with Melinda Schunk. Both of these will be done via uh, Zoom and you can contact the church to sign up and uh, become part of these two study opportunities. And then finally, uh, I want to remind you about the... Uh, Ash Wednesday family kits that are, not Ash Wednesday, but are Linton family kits. And they're going to have uh, quite a few different things to help you uh, embrace Lent during this season. Uh, there's going to be a bonfire Ash Wednesday instructions, uh, lessons for your family, uh, a Lenten calendar that's a lot like an Advent calendar. So we encourage you... Uh, to, uh, if you don't receive one from Michelle, to contact the church, and she'd love to bring one to your family. Friends, our scripture today will be read for us by uh, Kristen Schultz. So let's prepare to hear God's word. Psalm 23:6. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. Now read John chapter 14, verses 1 through 6. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. 
believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will know my Father also. For now, from now on, you do know him and have seen him. So All right. Kids, we want to invite you to gather around your computer screens, your television screens, uh, your phone screens, whatever you're using to worship with us, gather around because Miss Melinda has a special message for you. Good morning, kids. Turn to the grown-up in the room with you and tell them what brings you joy. Do it really quick. Are you using lots of words or maybe one word? We use words to share our feelings with people around us and we can use our words to share with God. And sometimes those words are so joyful. And sometimes those words are very sad or confused, but lots of times they're very happy and praising. Well, there's a book in the Bible called Psalms, and there are actually 140 some Psalms written by a collection of people. And they're all writing their feelings. They're writing joyful feelings with lots of words. And so today's Psalm is Psalm 23. It's a very popular Psalm. Many grown-ups know it very well, but this Psalmist is experiencing joy. Let me read it to you. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. That definitely sounds like words of joy and happiness and comfort because mercy and goodness and being with God, oh, the psalmist was able to write their feelings down and share it from a Thousands of years ago, from the Old Testament to today, we still enjoy and receive joy from the words the psalmists share with us. Thank you, Melinda. Friends, will you join me as we pray? Lord God, we ask right now to hear your voice. Speak to us so that we might know your word and we might feel your joy, that joy might come home in our lives today. We ask this in Christ's name. Amen. You know, every once in a while, you get a unique opportunity. Uh, I get the opportunity every week, as you do, to hear how talented our worship band is. And guys, I don't think you realize just how talented they truly are. And I hope 
Gary doesn't mind me uh, sharing this, but he got the opportunity in December to go and have a jam session with Randy Travis. Now, I'm not a country fan, and I know who Randy Travis is, right? Uh, this was a huge opportunity. It's probably a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Most people would never get, and if you do get that opportunity, you got to take it, right? And I remember talking to Gary when he got back and asking him how it went. And guys, you have never seen anybody smile like this. I mean, he was full of joy in taking that opportunity. He was like, he had the look on his face like a kid that was given the key to a candy store. I mean, it was just one of those moments. And Lauren, about two years ago now, I think, got the opportunity to go to Madison Square Garden and sing with Lauren Daigle. I mean, we've got a talented band. We really do. It's amazing. And I am just so grateful that they took those opportunities because opportunities are important. As I was preparing for this sermon this week, I started thinking about opportunities because I was reading uh, and doing my research on this John passage. And when I started looking at the Greek word, used in the second and third verse for uh, place. I started looking at the definition. You know how words sometimes have more than one definition? Well, the Greek word, which was topos, had the definition of place, region, that it's, of course, used in this passage, but it also had the definition opportunity. And that really struck me. I got struck by that. and it, it opened up my imagination. And I started to read those two verses to read like this. My father's house has room to spare. If that were not the case, I would have told you what, uh, told you, what I have told you that I am going to prepare an opportunity for you. When I go to prepare an opportunity for you, I will return and take you to be with me so that where I am, you will be too. And I started thinking, but that really opens up that passage so much. I mean, normally when we read this John passage... We read it as Jesus is going into heaven and he is going to prepare a place for us when we die and that we get to be with Jesus when we die. And I'm not saying that's not what Jesus is talking about here. Jesus is talking about that, but Jesus is talking about something more. And when we read opportunity in this, we start to grasp this. That Jesus gives us opportunities in our daily lives to enter into the house of the Lord. To be where Jesus is. Every single day, over and over again, Jesus prepares opportunities for us to enter into his presence and be in the house of the Lord. That gets me excited because, yes, there is great comfort in knowing that Christ has a place prepared for us when we die. But guys, we have a life to live. 
We're still here in this place, on this earth, in this day-to-day life. And Christ wants to be with us in this moment and wants us to be with him. Not just with him, but in the place of the Father, in his Father's house or the kingdom of God. God wants us with the Lord. And we get opportunity after opportunity that Christ prepares for us. I know that a lot of us have opportunities that we miss out on in our lives and it disappears. There's not many things I regret in life, but I do regret that when I was a teenager, or even younger than a teenager, I missed out on seeing Halley's Comet. It comes once every 80 years. That's an opportunity that's passed, and unless I live long enough, that opportunity never comes around again. And isn't that the way it is with a lot of opportunities? And there are opportunities that Christ puts in front of us, and we miss out on that opportunity. But I believe that Christ loves us enough that opportunities are put in front of us over and over again. I was okay at math in high school until I got to geometry and trigonometry. (laughs) And I discovered I was not good at geometry and trigonometry. It it confused me. It baffled me. And uh, my grades reflected it. And so my mother and father got me a tutor. And I began going to this tutor. And while I was at the tutor, the tutor noticed as I was filling out or working out a problem that there were steps missing. And what that tutor discovered was I had never learned how to do math on paper. I had done it in my head my entire life. And as my grades could attest, you can't do trigonometry in your head. It's impossible. Or maybe it is for some people, but not for me. It's not possible. So, my tutor began working with me and would give me problems. And I would work through those problems. And when she would notice that I would start skipping steps, she'd gently remind me, no, no, we've got to put this on paper and work through it with me. I had taken tests and failed tests and didn't do well on tests. And those opportunities were over. But this tutor was giving me new opportunities to get it right. And when I went off the path, when I wasn't doing what I should have been doing, when I wasn't putting down the steps that needed to be there, she would gently remind me and get me back on the path. And that's who I believe Jesus is. Jesus gives us new opportunities over and over again to experience and be in the kingdom of God in our lives, to be in the Father's house. And when we start moving off the path, when we don't take those opportunities, Jesus gently starts moving us back on the path. Gently moves us to new opportunities and reminds us 
that God wants us in the Lord's presence here and now. That's exciting. This is the creator of the universe that wants us in the presence, in the house of the Lord. I mean, I heard, uh, I heard uh, Lauren and uh, Cindy talking before the service, and I'm going to point you out, and they were talking about some movies and talking about some of the actors that were in it, and how would you like it? How would you react if Justin Timberlake said to you tomorrow, hey, why don't you come over to my house and have dinner? You'd be ecstatic. You'd take your time, and you would put on your best clothes. You'd prepare Man, Justin Timberlake's a blink of the eye compared to the creator of the universe that wants us in the Lord's house, in the Lord's presence. That should give us joy. That God is constantly working to bring you into Christ's presence and to experience Christ. And to be in that place. We're given opportunity after opportunity to do this. And how do I know that God gives us opportunity after opportunity? The psalmist lets us know in the final verse of the 23rd Psalm. The final verse begins that goodness and faithful love will pursue us all the days of our lives. And what that pursue means, it's not like the overweight cop that chases the criminal until he gets too tired and stops and just goes, let him go. <sighs> it's this relentless chase that never ends. I lived in Calico Rock and there was a prison there. And what we observed was whenever a prisoner escaped, the guards and the police chased down that escapee until they caught him. They didn't give up. They didn't quit. This is the kind of chase that God gives us, how God pursues us with goodness and faithful love. It's a chase that does not end until God brings us into the kingdom. Until God brings us into the Lord's presence. It's a chase. Like, Kimberly and I had a dog when we were dating. He was half chow, half lab. He was a big dog. And I was walking him one day, and I wasn't paying attention. And Dooley, the dog, my dog, saw a rabbit and took off and took me off my feet. And I landed and broke my foot. He was that eager to get that rabbit. That's the kind of pursuit that the Lord has for us. That's exciting. That's joy that God has and gives to us. And we come into the presence of the Lord whenever we see an opportunity to offer goodness and faithful love to another person. We come into the Lord's presence when another person offers us goodness and faithful love. We come into God's presence when we witness someone else offer another 
goodness and faithful love. It's goodness and faithful love that brings us into God's presence and God will not quit until you are in that presence. There is nothing that God cannot physically do. But there is one thing that God is not willing to do. God will not give up on you. No matter how far off the path you've fallen. No matter how often you have ignored the opportunities to offer goodness and faithful love and enter into the house of God. God won't give up on you. God keeps coming after you. The psalmist assures us of this. That goodness and faithful love will pursue you all the days of your life. And when you are willing to stop and accept that opportunity, then you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This table that we come to each week is a reminder of that goodness and that faithful love. We're reminded that Christ is constantly giving us grace. We're reminded that there is a place at God's table for each and every one of us. That is one of the most beautiful things about the way that the United Methodists practice Holy Communion. Everyone is invited. Everyone is welcome at this table. We can't turn anyone away because this isn't our table to hold anybody back from. This is Christ's table. And Christ gives you the opportunity to come to this table and receive grace. Christ gives you the opportunity to come to this table and confess your sins. Christ comes to this table... And gives you the opportunity to receive forgiveness. That opportunity is fulfilled when we come. When we confess. When we partake. And that's when at this table we receive goodness and faithful love. Because Christ is here and ready to receive you. He showed this on the night in which he was betrayed. Even his betrayer sat at that table. And Christ took the bread and he gave thanks. And he broke the bread. Giving it to his disciples saying, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Likewise, at the end of the meal, he took the cup. Gave thanks to you again offered the cup to his disciples saying, Take, drink, this is my blood, the blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you gather together, do this in remembrance of me. Whenever you gather together, do not miss the opportunity to come to my table. Do not miss the opportunity to come into the house of the Lord and receive goodness and faithful love. Lord God, we ask right now that your spirit would descend upon 
these elements of bread and wine and make them for us the body and blood of Jesus Christ so that we might take the opportunity to be in your presence, to take the opportunity to receive your forgiveness, to take the opportunity to know goodness and faithful love. Our honor and glory is yours now and forever, Almighty God. And as people who dwell in the house of the Lord forever, let us pray the words that Christ taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. And so we take the bread and we take the cup. For it is his body which is broken for us and his blood which is shed for us. And we are assured that we are forgiven. We are loved. And we are welcome in the house of the Lord. Amen.
See, I told you they're talented. <laughs> Friends, if Christ has spoken to you today, we'd love for you to contact the church, JJ, myself, Teresa. We would love to talk to you about salvation and knowing this God that never gives up on you. If you'd like to unite with this congregation and be part of our family officially as a member, no matter where you're at in the world, you can be a part of this family. We invite you to contact the church and we'll get that process started. Or if you just need somebody to pray with you, I know that anyone on our staff would be honored for that opportunity. And now I'd like to allow Jim Tarkington to lead us out with his benediction. As we close this service, I offer this benediction. Be people of joy. Let joy live in your heart and share the joy of Christ with all you meet. Share joy by seeing the good in each other. Share joy by remembering good times and hoping for good times to come. Share joy by praying for our world. In preparation for our upcoming Lenten season, we need to see, feel, and share joy. Go out into the wonder of God's creation and share joy, peace, and hope with all those you meet. Amen. Through every battle, through every heart.